up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in our producer, Gina, this week. Gina, good to have you on the show. Hi, I'm so excited. I'm wearing my bright orange pumpkin-y stuff for the spooky talk and some Andor talk. I'm super excited. We'll see which one's scarier. <laughs> um, next, we've got Pete. Pete, glad to have you with us. Hey, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, the shorts had skeletons and ghosts and witches and everything like that. But uh, Andor has fascism, so I don't know. It's going to be a toss-up, which is scarier. <laughs> which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we've got Steve. Steve. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> okay, so guys, if you have... Steve, I love the shirt, by the way. Um, he, he wins the Halloween. He does. He does win the Halloween. <laughs> New from Disneyland. Contest. Beautiful. I totally forgot already. to wear a costume. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing orange. <laughs> Guys, if you're not already, please like, subscribe, share us. We are everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, at Plus Platoon. And, you know, make sure you're subscribed and share so you'll never miss any of the episodes when we go talking about anything that you might be interested in. <laughs> now, we have no Kate this week, but we do have a couple items of Disney Plus news. Take it, <laughs> Derek. Take it away. Um, first, uh, Doctor Who will be joining Disney Plus in November of 2023 with a new Doctor as part of the show. So, and I'm guessing they're going to pull in all the back back seasons too, because that's kind of what Disney tends to do. So, yay! Um, yeah, yeah I'm going to I'm going to be the Derek of Doctor Who watching. I think. <sighs> Oh, well, Derek's going to be the Derek of Doctor Who watching all. Start, oh, there's going to be two with, of us. Start with the ninth Doctor. I always tell people. No? You tried it? You tried the ninth Doctor? From the first eight for your eighth <laughs> mode of coverage. The ninth yeah. Doctor, because it's more, it's anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think we want to get into it, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I would never tell people go back and watch the 1962 version no. of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Second, our second piece of news this week, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special released a trailer. Looks awesome. And the big <laughs> surprise is they are coming to Earth to make Star-Lord's year by capturing Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Seriously. No, I, it's a cute. I love it. You you haven't seen the movies. It's, yeah, it, it's I think it's a great premise. completely appropriate. Yeah. And you guys are going to have to tell me because we're going to push that one back into December a little bit since it is a Christmas special. You guys are going to have to tell me, though, since I'm assuming you'll watch it earlier, 
if I'm going to have to watch the other two Guardians of the Galaxies before I watch this special in order to okay. understand it, or if just being on the ride at Disneyland is enough. <laughs> so, maybe. <laughs> okay, that is all the Disney Plus news we have this week, but we are stepping slight, putting our toes into the vault this week with some of the classic Disney Halloween cartoon shorts that are on the platform and not on the platform. <laughs> and the first one we're going to start with is actually not on the platform, but it is. it has been released by Disney Animation on YouTube. That is the Skeleton Dance. Gina, what can you tell us about the original Silly Symphony, the Skeleton Dance? Okay, this is actually really great. So I, back when... Um, we weren't an unfavorable attendance mix. Just got to say that we were, we had these things called Wednesdays with Walt and it was an annual pass holder event every Wednesday. And they would take you into the opera house and they would do a background story about these really old shorts. And the first one they showed was the skeleton dance because it was the first one of the first from it was the first right from Disney Studios, and they would what they did is they'd bring us into the studio into the opera house. We would watch the video, and then they would give us some background and some talking points. And the point I really want to make that I remembered from watching was this was the first time they held multiple animation at the same time. Like they had the four skeletons. That was the first time anyone had ever done that. So it was breaking and being able to, you could see kind of the splices it was the first time they spliced together their film. And that was another thing. And you could see it. It was cool. I was watching like, Oh, there it is. So those were the two really important things that they told us after screening it for us inside the um, opera house. So that's the skeleton and, dance. And, and Gina does the short hold up. Totally, 100%. And I saw it probably five years ago, and then I saw it again just recently, and it's a great short. It's just enjoy the animation. The animation is amazing, especially for the time. You watch that, and you're thinking, how could they figure this out? Now, the background is stale, but the animation's amazing, and with the heads rolling and with the bones making different things and the, the feet kicking the graveyard gravestone, I just think it's so cute. It's also one of the first times... Um, where they use a click track to make sure that the music matched up with the animation. So the composer who invented the idea, that's where it started all started from. Yeah, it was amazing. It, it is really, if you know history of animation and you watch it, I I would say it's not my favorite of the ones that we watched uh, to, for tonight. But for in terms of like, as you say, what it was for its time. Mm -hmm. And you can see the skill that was involved and just knowing like, I don't know, you can, you, you can kind of feel like how much they were doing in this and really inventing, you know? So, and it's, and it's fun too. It's still a fun, it's a yeah. fun little short, and the mu you know, the music's great. The music is still classic yeah. and it, it holds, it holds up. And I, when I showed this to my second graders, absolutely. And I'd say, this is one of their first cartoons. They would love it. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to take a, this opportunity to criticize Disney plus for why the heck aren't all of Disney shorts, available on disney plus because there when like when we get to lonesome ghosts it was released like three years after it was like released in the 30s i think it was the 100 disney mickey mouse short so there are 
so many that I think right now they're trying to go quality over quantity is, is, would be my guess. I understand on a streaming platform, it makes no sense, but that's my only thing is there are so many of these shorts that are out there, but why are there so few on the platform? On, right. There, there really, there really are not a lot. I, I don't have an issue if you're Disney and you say, I, we don't want to re- release all of them. Some of them might be problematic in, in, you know, right. in modern time, mm-hmm. we don't want to put those out there, blah, 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 whatever the reason, but come on, we should have, <laughs> there should be at least a uh, hundred to 200 shorts available from Disney history uh, on the, on the platform and finding shorts is very difficult to, to do. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you really have to hunt for them. And um, so it's, it's just a little criticism, not a, and, and, and I'm yeah. using this skeleton dance. Cause like, why is this not on the platform? Right. This is a classic. Yeah. yeah it's the, the 18th. Oh, I think it's ranked the 18th out of animation, the best animation or historical animation. So Right. Top 20. Very classic. Yeah. The only thing I can think of, and this was before, this is five years ago, was I know Disney was holding on to them to show exclusively. So, oh, for your Wednesdays with Walt, you get to see these that are not that are only on YouTube. You can't see them on the big screen or you can't see them from your house. But I, now they're. On, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I would say I would have plain crazy is not on Disney Plus. The Mickey Mouse short plain yeah. crazy is not on Disney Plus. None of the original Mickey Mouse clubs are on Disney Plus. None of them. They have Spin and Marty on there, but none of the actual shows. There's the yeah. I'm No Fool series, the Jiminy Cricket I'm No Fool series that were amazing. Not on Disney Plus. And it's yeah. crazy. And wait, and are they all on YouTube? That's the thing. Why are, are, yeah, why are. would they be on YouTube and not? Yeah. No, I, would say, I would say most of them are not have not been released by Disney on YouTube. Okay. But a bunch of them are. I mean, you can find just about anything on YouTube. Right, right. It's legal or illegal, you can find just about anything. Yeah. And let's not discount and acknowledge that Walt Disney didn't draw any of these. No, it was, was his company, not though. an animator. Right. Of iWorks animated all of the original Disney Mickey Mouse cartoons. He animated skeleton dance he was such a technological marvel and innovator with multi-plane cameras and mm-hmm. splicing film together that and splicing is amazing tracks. yeah it's uh he is probably one of the unsung heroes of early disney history and i understand people you know those people in the know celebrate him but if you would go ask the typical person who was of iWorks, they would not they know. know and i yeah. would argue without of iWorks. There's no Walt Disney. There's no Disney Studios. That's no for Disney. Sure. yeah. Well, there's a Disney Studios, but not a good Disney right. Studio. Not an animation. Not a good yeah. animation. Right. Okay. Okay. The next one we watched, and Pete, I'm going to throw this one over to you. It was the Mickey Donald and Goofy short Lonesome Ghosts. Uh, and I've seen this one several times before. This is one of my favorites. I love anytime we get. Mickey, Donald, and um, Goofy together in in these classic shorts. There's, um, you know, there's a clock cleaner. Clock cleaners is like way up there in my esteem. Um, the big, the I forget the name of it, but like the big trailer or something like that, where they're oh, I all love that like, one. on a, I love a trailer. That trailer. I love that one. But but I'll stick to talking about this one. 
I think this one is great. Uh, similar, the animation is fantastic. The way that they did the ghost see-through, um, mm-hmm. as as my wife and I were watching it, um, the uh, you know she was like, "Man, that must have been really hard to do." And I'm like, I, "Yeah, I guess I don't know how was it hard, but it, it sure made it look." easy <laughs> you know to to have these like see-through ghosts and then have all these all these things happen and my daughter is uh is actually in college for animation and so i'm going to plug if anybody wants to follow her on instagram studio skittles just like the candy mm-hmm. studio skittles and um but she talks a lot about what she's learning about and like they they talk about squash and stretch as a, a technique for characters there's a ton of that there kind of is. animation yeah. in this short and it's just done with to really great effect i like how they kind of give mickey goofy and donald each a little a little story um i love watching donald with closed captioning because <laughs> you because <laughs> you get all you get you really get to understand all the things he's shouting and, and they're so ridiculous um and then in the end, in the end, they they're they're victorious over the ghosts. They scare the ghosts away. So um, I I I just love this short. I, there's nothing bad I can say about it. Um, and it does have. I do believe Walt Disney was still doing yeah. uh, the voice of Mickey Mouse at that time. So that yes, is was. Walt's yeah. voice, um, as well as. Um, Clarence Nash. Clarence Nash, who was the original Donald, yeah. and he was Donald for a long time. Um, and then, uh, the original voice of Goofy, who I, I can't remember. Pinto Colvig. Pinto Colvig, right. Uh, and then also, this is something Derek found that it was released only three days after Snow White was released. Oh, so, wow. like, you know, while they were making this big debut and, and, and all that, it was all, they were still cranking out shorts and, some great ones so didn't the shorts come out though like as a pre before the movie they would do a short and then have yes. the movie so yeah. maybe and they, they were, were like, oh. well but it wasn't released with snow white got it, it was, okay because yeah the shorts at this point in time i believe the shorts were still done through rko oh okay um where disney is the ones and a lot of disney stuff also went through rko there are yes stuff. right but uh, like up to I know up to Peter Pan is RKO. Yeah. So, so they probably did the newsreel show the short and then a different movie would start. Right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, very, very typical back in those days. Yeah. You would have newsreel, a cartoon or two, uh, and then maybe another short of some sort. Yeah. And then you would get a you would get a, a feature a feature. Yeah. Another so, interesting fact about Lonesome Ghost was it was one of the um, shorts that was put on the Fisher Price movie reel, which was a toy that mm-hmm. I had growing up. You put the cassette in, yep. and you crank it or make it go backwards. So Lonesome Ghost was one of the ones they put on there. So I grew up watching that one all the time. Yeah. Usually backwards because it was more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and if any of you remember on the old Disney Channel, the DTV, when MTV mm-hmm. was big and huge. They did DTV, which they took all these songs and put Disney animations to them. Yes. And like rock and roll and they did all this. This one was obviously set to the original Ghostbusters theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that is out there in the nether worlds of the YouTubes. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and goofy pre, uh, preluded ghostbusters by you know 50 years because he actually says the line in the show i ain't scared of no ghosts (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh 
third and sadly last short cartoon is probably one of my favorite uh, cartoons of all time. It is Trick or Treat uh, featuring Donald, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and a Witch Hazel. Steve, <laughs> I'm going to go to you on this one. What can you tell us about Trick or Treat? So, came out in 1952. So, as Clarence Nash again, as you know, the original voice of not just Donald Duck, but all three nephews. Mm-hmm. And then I just found out this that was this is news for me. But Witch Hazel was done by Jane Foray, who's probably better known for being the voice of Rocky the Squirrel and Granny from Looney Tunes. Um, she also did Cindy Hoo Hoo or yeah, Luhu from Luhu. Yes. Um, what I found fascinating is the backgrounds was done by Yale Yancey, who's connected with the Haunted Mansion. So the backgrounds there found that fascinating. And then a tie-in to Snow White is the scream we hear at the very beginning from Witch Hazel. The Actually, it's the same scream that the Evil Queen does when she falls off the cliff in Snow White. Oh, nice. So and good. This is the one Maleficent does when she dies. Yes, those I have also that one. Um, I love Donald Duck. I'm in a room surrounded by Donald Duck items. Um, it's not my favorite Donald Duck. I feel I still liked it, but I think Donald Duck does better when it's just him and his nephews, or it's a non-human character. I mean, I still enjoyed it. Not my favorite, but still oh, enjoyed it. And wow. see, as the which, English teacher, you when Witch Hazel does the double double toil and trouble with and the she's no, says, yeah. and she says, This is the real thing, right out of Shakespeare. I well, love it. Close. I love but it. just those little the jokes for adults. There's mm-hmm. so many jokes for adults in this. And yes. let's not forget the trick-or-treat song. Oh, the, by the Mellow Men. But yes, it's by the Mellow Men and the uh the big pumpkin jack-o'-lantern is the, the voiced by story. Daryl Ravenscroft. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it was him. <laughs> oh, basically, you ever hear a voice in Disney? It's him. Assume it's Daryl Ravenscroft until you're told differently. <laughs> so, and you've heard him. He's in lot. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's yes. Bang. The you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, in the original yep. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Basically, if it's a deep voice from this point in time, it's, he was the original Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. But this is just such a, it stands up. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing to me really offensive about this. Exactly. This is, this is, it's not, it's a little scary, but it's not that scary. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not, not inappropriate little, for second grade. No. That's, I always <laughs> use them. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I agree. I just, that, the witchy poo, which Hazel is my favorite <laughs> character. And I just love her. And I, when I show well, the kids, she I'm went like, on to be in a lot of comics. She was never yes. in another cartoon, but they used her a lot in comics. Yeah. So there's actually the same episode was done in a comic book form also. And it was extended, if I remember right. It was. They, they had a couple it was. Of, so, and it was done by, I think it was done by Carl Starling, who did a lot of the Donald, he was basically the primary Donald Duck cartoon. Animator, animator for the comic for the comic strips. Yeah, yeah. Cool. My my only complaint about it is I I don't like it when Donald is so mean to his nephews. <laughs> he's so mad. Usually, right, Donald he's mischievous. Yeah, he'll like he likes to like pull tricks on them, but he's not like downright like mean. And here, oh, in this case, he's being mean. 
I thought he was, yeah, that's what I'm saying is I thought he was a little mean and then they were very mean to him back, but he probably deserved it for being, (laughs) you know, so I'm not going to blame the nephews on that. Okay. uh, I'm thinking of the Donald Duck cartoon where it's the snow fort and they're playing the hockey and you're telling me he's he's mean there too. No, he is mean there. That's a snowball fight. But But I must say, Louie is, I think Huey Dewey, no, it's Dewey who has the ghost costume. That is freaky. Just the eyes. Just the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say this was about the point in time where Donald became much more popular because he did. He could be the mischievous one with the temper and not nice because Mickey had been so sanitized by this point in time. Yeah. That's why Donald became so much more popular. And that's why you didn't really see that many Mickey Mouse cartoons around this in the 50s and onward, basically. Yeah. is because Mickey had become so sanitized. The early Mickey Mouses, Mickey was mean. He was mean. Yeah. He was. But as he became more popular, Walt said, no, Mickey wouldn't do that. Well, they brought in Donald, who could. Walt didn't really like. <laughs> Walt didn't really like Donald, and he really, really didn't like Goofy. But wow. they sold cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Donald has been in more cartoons than any other character. Yes. Wow. And I think that uh, that also goes into his popularity as well. Yeah. So. A lot of it has to do because Donald was in a lot of um, um, films, cartoons for military training. They used yes. them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Including one that you will never find on Disney Plus. <laughs> you will never find Der Fuhrer's face. Der Fuhrer's face. No, yeah. no. It is hilarious. <laughs> it is incredibly racist and cannot be shown at all today. <laughs> they will bring out Song of the South before they bring out Der Fuhrer's face. <laughs> yes. But yeah. find it on YouTube. It is it's worth there. your time and it's worth a watch. Because, awesome. I mean, the song was given a Grammy. The cartoon was given an Oscar. Wow. So it was really well done. Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably really well done. It's never going to show up on Disney Plus. No. So, no, it's real. Yeah. (laughs) That was our, that's our Halloween focus for this year. Last year we did, we did, for better or worse, we did the Star Wars Lego Halloween and we did some of those. But this year it's, we wanted to go with the classic shorts, the shorts that I think, you know, fairly popular and are just kind of a fun watch. They're short as the name implies, but <laughs> it's, yeah. it is a fun watch where you can put it on. You don't have to think and you can just enjoy. Yeah. If you haven't watched these three, I mean, all three of them total 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, they're pretty easy to find. Actually, I found them. Uh, if you go into the collections, they have a Halloween col- collection mm-hmm. and they're the, the two that are on there, trick or treat and lonesome ghosts are right in that Halloween collection. And of course, you look up skeleton YouTube. dance. I, actually, I typed one. I typed S K E, and I the first thing was skeleton. Yeah, dance, it was the first so, thing. Yeah, yeah. So now those are short and easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Conversely, we're going to switch over and we're going to talk about the halfway point of Andor. Yeah, um, the Star Wars Andor has gone through seven episodes by now, and there's I believe we said there's going to be twelve total in this season. Yep. And Gina, I'm going to start with you on this one. For Andor, is it being very rebellious (laughs) or is it just kind of boring? Okay, so 
it started slow. It had that slow burn. And you're like, who are these people? I don't really care about these characters. I felt at the beginning, I was watching more cerebral um, Battlestar Galactica kind of thing. In the last three episodes, I finally am like, oh, this is my galaxy. These are my people. We're finally getting some infiltration. We're finally getting some rebellion. But that it took you, it took you until what? We're on seven. So it took you to five to really ramp up and know the characters and what's going on. Because um, Mana Mothma, we got to meet her. We got to figure out Stellan Skarsgård. I still don't know his name, but Stellan Skarsgård, we know who he is. We know he's the in the rebellion. Is, I mean... Yeah, the, the buyer I think is always yeah. know him as. Yeah. No, he's Luth- Luthan. 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 That's right. I know, I'm like I forget his name. He has a name, but yeah, but he's yeah, he's the buyer. He's the he's the he collects things. He's working with Monomatha, and then we have we just saw K two S O, and that was like oh, I can't wait to see we saw robots that look like K two S O. Well, they're yeah. all K two S O units. They're all K two S O units. Okay. Yeah. So that's so we saw some K two S. We saw the K two S O unit. And I can't wait to see what's going to unfold with that because we know he rewires him. So that's exciting. Anyway, that's kind of where it was. Slow burn. Not so good. Didn't know. Didn't care. Now we're getting into something. Pete, how about you? So I'm enjoying the heck out of this uh, series. And I totally agree with you. And I'll I'll even say um, episode five. Actually, episode five to me was the slowest of the episodes. But... But I'm I'm so enjoying this series because like to me, like one of the biggest problems of Star that Star Wars has is like we have this giant story and we know like it's hard for them to do something that we don't know the end of. We know the end of this story that they're gonna be telling here, more or less, the formation of the rebellion. It's all about how you tell it. And I really am enjoying that we're seeing all these different characters and their paths to what's eventually we know is going to end up being this major uh, essentially war between the rebellion and the empire. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are bored by this show because it is very slow moving. I'll totally admit it. Um, though I will say episode six, which was the actual heist infiltration. Really that episode I was, on the edge of my seat for that entire episode. I was, I like, I like, uh, you know, usually I'm like laying back on the couch and I was just like this, you know, watching that episode. Um, a lot of the rest of the episodes, as I said, I, I would say there's probably some trimming that could be done for the general public. I'm sure it would, (laughs) it would not surprise me to hear a lot of people are finding this very boring, but I am enjoying the heck out of it. Um, and I completely am looking forward to where we go, uh, with this next five episodes. So I'm, I'm really, uh, very hopeful that, um, and especially like, uh, I guess I can, I guess I can do spoilers. The end of the seventh episode where like Cassian's like arrested for literally not doing anything. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And he's like six years and she's all sorry. They just changed it at six years. Yeah. It's six years now. And like. (laughs) It's it's like exactly it. There's been aspects of the more recent episodes that remind me of the movie Brazil. Mm. Like, yeah. like also that, that, that dude that, you know, he's, they got him working in this administrative thing where he's just sitting at a desk and there's all these desks and everything Cubicles. like that. I loved that. And, so um, I don't know. I said, it's, it's really working for me. I don't know if it it works for everybody though. And if you want a twisted movie, watch Brazil. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not the studio cut. <laughs> no. So, uh, so what do you think, Steve? Um, so I actually watched all these episodes this past weekend. So I watched all seven because wow. I had, I had only seen the first one on, on an airplane was not impressed, but cause we're reviewing on this show. I decided to watch it again and I actually loved it. Like you, it's that slow really? burn, but it's turning into like sort of this roller coaster where it's ramped up after the heist. It's sort of going back down, but it's ramping back up. Um, love sort of, we're getting both sides sort of the story happening like i think it's Deidre. is she the one who that character fascinates me trying to decide is she really good is she really bad what's she up to i can't figure her out it's so great because i'm like is she pro empire she's working for the empire is she really worried about this there was like she's worried about that guy like i don't know she's trying to make her way up the ranks i have no idea Guess, yeah, I guess watching her character, especially that last episode where she maneuvered and got what she wanted, but then it's like, watch your back. So I'm really curious where that goes. So, but I, I feel like, and I feel like she is pro empire. Um, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm misreading it, but like that she sees she sees things that the, that a lot of the other people don't see because you know it's all what Cassian said is like if they're so big they don't think they can they can fail and you know the same thing with uh this last episode where like their response to this happening is to just stomp on everybody and and Luther right. saying this is exactly what we needed because the harder they press, the faster they press, the more people are going to turn to our side. Right. Or they're pressing yeah. so slow that you don't realize that you're being choked. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's yeah. also, it's fascinating of, cause we saw the one, I can't remember his name, the one that they had the inside for the heist, but is yes. there, is yeah. there um, a rebel who's actually on the reverse side leaking information? So, um, also intrigued by about the story about his sister because that sort of came back again briefly like oh don't worry like she's long gone but is she hovering there so (laughs) yeah why why have that there if nothing's going to happen with it right yes yes derek what do you think um i will be the one to say this was the first five and a half episodes were way too long Uh, there there could have been some massive trimming that happened that could those could have been three episodes there was there out of all of those there was a good hour and a half to two hours that could have been cut out of the out of the four hours i'll i'll disagree with you that it's that much but i do agree that um there was definitely some trimming i think the stuff with the um the guy that uh originally went to arrest cassian that i can never remember his name um all his stuff with his mother and the administrative and everything like it's way too like, why, why are you taking so much time with this? It's so deep. Um, Because I think he's, I think what's going to happen. I've seen this elsewhere too, is Cassian getting booked into the jail, which this is five years before the battle of Yavin, Mm -hmm. which we know he's not in jail for six years. Right. Right. Well, certainly. Yeah. We know he's getting out. Yeah. Right. But that's going to, I think that's going to let the, administrative now dude the guy who has it out for him he's now going to be in the grid and he's going to be able to find him through the system and go after him that way i think is i think is why they got him into the the one where he's so focused on being on a computer is now he can look up where andor is um i the and 
Gina, remind me the name of the gal who's, you know, the gal in this last one who's trying to get her own way type thing. The the, the, the Empire gal. Deidre? Yeah, Deidre. Deidre. I think she's actually working with the Rebellion. It, and I'm and I'm going to call that one now. I think she's there's just been so much there. Yes, it's another person on the inside working for the rebellion, but there's okay. going to have to be so many. There's going to be a bit, there has to be many. Yeah, there are so many. Generous's um, dad, we know, is it building. You know, he's like, yeah. I built a little secret thing on this. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I I think you're I think you're making the wrong call on that one. I <laughs> yeah, so I we'll think she, I think she's going to be the bad guy of this of this i don't know about the series but certainly of the season because i think she's the only one that can see the big she's the only one seeing the big picture but i like how they're playing it both ways yeah going i'm confused by her intriguing so yeah and then mon mothma's husband i I don't like him either i'm like (laughs) oh he's they're really they're really and the daughter i'm like oh they're really bad (laughs) and did them putting the hit out on cash in Mm mm-hmm the 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 assistant and the the raid leader yes. putting the yeah. hit out on okay. cash. Mm-hmm. What we have got to find out though is how much time was between when they were on Corcassant. Guys, say that right. Or Corcassant, yeah. Corcassant, yeah, yeah. And when they went to this new planet and he got arrested, right? Because there is a there's a gap of time there that we need to know because all of a sudden he has a completely different name on this completely different planet. And apparently he's very familiar with at least one member of this planet. So it's yeah, I'm, how, I'm how thinking long. that might be a for hire situation. <laughs> oh, we don't know. Yeah, we just we don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's we need that's I think the next thing that they're gonna have to address is how long of the has the gap been right that he went to this new planet. Because we know this is supposed to be like six episodes a six episode yeah. vignette and then the second half is going to be another six episode vignette type thing is it supposed to be like this is one year is yes supposed to be for this season is one year i believe is it one year or was it well originally? it's yeah it's not it's necessarily one year long it's it's taking place that that story is taking place over a period of time and then the next season will jump a year and the, and and actually, the next season supposedly is like a jump a year, three episodes. Jump a year, three episodes. Yeah, this might just be one year, but, but this, this season yeah. is all one year. I think I think it's probably been weeks. Okay, I don't. Then, I don't. I don't think it's been like. Then months. this planet he's on, I noticed it. I said that's the same planet from whatever the Last Jedi or whatever movie that was, where it was that gambling planet. So I'm curious. Yeah. No, it's not. No. Yeah, I looked sort of like Las Vegas. No, because that was yeah. Canto. That was Canto Bite Blight, wasn't it? I looked. I was like, this looks really familiar. Anyway, it's one of the gambling planets. It is. Yeah, one. It's, I mean, it's, it's definitely a tourist a, planet. A yeah. Tourist, planet, tourist sure. gambling planet. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's very interesting too. So yeah, and I will say the whole thing about him getting arrested and not doing anything reminds me of the Blues Brothers, where the light was yellow, sir. I mean, <laughs> the, what they, he originally gets pulled over for was nothing. Right. Right. So I don't know. Gina, at this point, successful series, not successful series. It's not going to be successful for people who don't like Star Wars. That's how I feel. I feel like not Star Wars people are going to be like, eh, do I need to watch a space a space opera <laughs> instead of a soap opera? I, I think it's success. I, I think it's successful for what it is. I can see Gina's point about I could I could, as I said, I could see people being bored by this. People that are that want. Star Wars to be action and 
you know, there's been some action in this, uh, in this show, episode three, episode six, but it is, uh, again, we keep using the term slow burn and it definitely is. It's very much character and plot driven so far, not action driven. And, um, but I think again, for what it intended to be, it, it has me pretty riveted. So to me, it's definitely working. Successful, loving it. So yeah, and for me, I, for me, I'll be admit I'm on the fence at the moment. Now, as as Gina has said, I'm not one of these people who loves Star Wars. It's fine, but it it's not it's not my thing. Here's my question for you: Okay, if you didn't have this plus platoon, would you even watch it? Would you stop? When would you stop watching? I probably would have stopped watching in episode two. Yeah, that's a coworker's um, like two, three, and then they're bored. Yeah, but. I will say episode seven felt like a star Wars movie. Yes. That's why I said um, it finally has that end feel. Six was fine. End of six and into seven really felt like a star Wars movie. Yeah. The first part didn't first part. Well, first part felt like some of the lesser Marvel show shows we've watched. <laughs> no, and I, I totally understand that. It was definitely a slow burn. Yeah. But uh, I think, it made episodes slow. five and six so much better because mm-hmm. it was just this tension slowly building up. Yeah. Although, if you watch episode four, like the original Star Wars, it's an incredibly slow burn. Right, There's, you have no clue what's going on. Well, yeah. And really, all the action happens in like the last 30 minutes. Them rescuing yeah. her and getting, you know, they don't get off... Um, Oh, yeah, I would. Well, I would say like the first half. I would agree. It does. There's not a lot of action in the first half of that yeah. movie. They don't get off the planet until an hour into the show. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, we will continue to watch this, and it's going to wrap up sometime in the neighborhood of Thanksgiving. Yay! So we will have to see how those things go. Guys, thank you so much for those of you who've been watching and listening along. We would not do this without you. You are our target audience. So please let us know what you want us to be watching and listening to. If there's something coming up that you can't wait for us to watch, or if there's something you're coming up going, yeah, you guys can kind of probably skip that. Let us know. Email us us at plusplatoon at gmail.com because believe me, we've got a couple things that we would rather skip if you can tell us that yes or no. For example, give us some feedback on whether you want us to really review the Santa Claus series that's coming up. So email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We respond to all of those. Please, please like, subscribe, and share us. That is how we get all we do this for you. So if you're not out there, we're just talking to ourselves. So. Speak for yourself. I'm doing it. F- I'm doing it for the chicks. <laughs> I'm doing it to talk whoa, whoa, about whoa, Star whoa. Wars. Wait a minute, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. wait yeah, I'm, I'm married. Never mind. <laughs> I think we all are. I'm here to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> so again, thank you, everyone. And Gina, thanks for stepping up from behind the camera and being on this week. And even Pete, thanks for coming on. And we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to The Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. 
then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.